Delicious meets nutritious in the snack that packs a real protein punch, wonderful pistachios. Each one-ounce serving of wonderful pistachios has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value and making wonderful pistachios one of the highest protein nuts. But perhaps more than that, I love all of the flavors they have. Their sea salt and vinegar ones are my favorite when I'm craving that flavor but want to keep it healthy. But that's just the tip of the iceberg. Wonderful pistachios come in a variety of flavors, like chili roasted, honey roasted, smoky barbecue, and jalapeno lime, perfect for enjoying with family and friends or taking them with you on the go. Whether you're a pistachio purist who loves cracking open every nut or you prefer the convenience of no-shells pistachios, Wonderful Pistachios has got you covered. Grab Wonderful Pistachios and elevate your snacking game today. So fill up with a healthy snack when hunger strikes. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. That's wonderfulpistachios.com. This is Optimal Health Daily, episode 1767. Should you use a health savings account? By Don Starks of simplemoneypro.com. And I'm Dr. Neil. Hey there, welcome back to a bonus Sunday episode. On Sundays, I like to add an extra post in from one of our other podcasts, this time from Optimal Finance Daily. And this one relates really nicely with the topic of health. Oh, and if you like this kind of material, you can follow or subscribe to Optimal Finance Daily wherever you're hearing this. So with that, let's hear another article and Diana's commentary as we optimize your life. Should You Use a Health Savings Account? By Don Starks of simplemoneypro.com. Insurance is tricky business, and generally speaking, shopping for insurance is a painful, albeit necessary task. What follows is not meant to be a comprehensive overview of health savings accounts, but I hope to provide food for thought when you're deciding whether an HSA is the right choice for you. Hopefully, this blog post also generates some new ways to think about insurance as a financial strategy in general. Philosophy of insurance. Gone are the days where robust health insurance plans required small deductibles and low co-pays for reasonable premiums. Today, health insurance can be incredibly expensive. Remember that insurance companies are like most businesses. Their goal is to make money. As a result, they structure products in the hopes that they will collect more in premiums than they pay out in terms of benefits. In America, most everyone has experienced the woes of expensive healthcare and or expensive health insurance. But I'd encourage you to rethink how you use insurance. Insurance of any type should be in place to cover the most catastrophic losses. Structure your homeowner policy, for example, to have higher deductibles. You want the insurance company to rebuild your home if it's demolished in a storm, but don't ask the insurance company to replace the picture window broken by an errant rock. The best approach to all insurance is to build a suitable emergency cushion and carry high deductibles. The paradigm shift is that you're insuring yourself through your savings cushion for the more minor losses that occur, and you're transferring the risk of large losses to the insurance company through your premiums. The same approach is useful with health insurance. Buy a high deductible plan for the big expenses caused by a major health event or injury and use a health savings account to insure yourself for smaller expenses. A disclaimer here, you should examine all deductible and premium structures the insurance company has to offer as everyone's situation is different. 
My comments are meant as a philosophical guideline only and not as individual recommendations. Should you choose an HSA? The short answer is yes, but since not everyone is eligible to have one, let's dig a bit deeper. Do you have a high deductible health insurance plan? If so, that's the first criteria for HSA eligibility. The second main requirement is that you're ineligible for Medicare, so under age 65 is when HSAs make the most sense. I'm a fan of HSA accounts if you're eligible to have one. Here are three reasons I like health savings accounts. Tax savings. HSA contributions are tax deductible. Better yet, they are considered above the line deductions, meaning even if you do not itemize your deductions, this is a deduction you can take. Your contributions grow tax deferred in the account. And when you spend out of the account for qualified expenses, the money comes out of the HSA tax-free. More control over healthcare spending. Most high deductible plans these days offer well benefits. The insurance company might completely cover an annual physical, for example, as well as other preventative services. If you're paying lower premiums because you choose a higher deductible plan, you can redirect the premium savings into a health savings account. As long as you spend the HSA money on qualified expenses, meeting the IRS guidelines, you can choose providers as you wish versus having to choose one that's in network. Flexible strategies. Some folks decide that the tax benefits are best when the account has time to grow unhindered. Instead of saving in the HSA for annual healthcare expenses, They contribute each year and leave the money untouched. Then they just pay out of pocket for all health expenses that come up. In this way, the HSA performs like an additional traditional IRA account. In retirement, the money can be used for medical expenses and be tax-free. And if there aren't enough medical expenses to use up the account, which would be hard to believe, the money can be withdrawn in retirement and taxed just like a traditional IRA is taxed. Insurance as part of your overall financial strategy. Just like investments and other areas of personal finance, insurance is not as straightforward as one might think. Everyone's situation is different, so it pays to make all of your financial decisions in a more holistic way. Too often, people think of financial topics in silos, wearing blinders and only examining insurance in the context of insurance, for example. Another example is tax strategy. All too often, people make financial decisions based on saving on taxes without considering how the decision will impact their financial goals. Don't be those people. Let your financial goals guide you in all financial decisions. If you feel ill-equipped to do it alone, seek the help of a certified financial planner. An expert can give you the objectivity you need to make decisions to reach your goals. However, the goals still need to be yours. That's your job. You just listened to the post titled, Should You Use a Health Savings Account? by Don Starks of simplemoneypro.com. When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. One of the things I love about Indeed 
is that it filters out incompatible applicants. So when you're hiring, the process is much faster and you only have to consider applicants that are already likely to be a great fit. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com slash health. Just go to indeed.com slash health right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash health. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Thanks so much to Don for pointing out these great benefits to health savings accounts. I think of HSAs as one of the most powerful investment vehicles because your money goes in tax-free, grows tax-free, and comes out tax-free if you use for medical expenses, of course. I want to point out here that we're not talking about an FSA, which is a flexible spending account. This is something that your employer might offer to help with medical expenses, but the difference is that if you don't use it each year, you lose it. FSAs don't roll over and they can't be invested like an HSA. Now keep in mind that the contribution limits are relatively low, 3,550 for an individual and 7,100 for a family. But if you're able to go for a high deductible insurance plan, investing in an HSA is totally worth it. I look at it as another retirement vehicle, just like my 401k and Roth IRA. The best way to optimize is to not tap into it for medical expenses and just let it grow. Save your receipts and reimburse yourself later if you really need to, as there's no time limit for reimbursement. I actually do pull from my HSA for medical expenses because I don't account for these expenses in my budget. So I'm not optimizing 100%, but I'm okay with that. I saw a surprising statistic from the WEX HealthClear Insights report that 54% of survey respondents didn't know that they can invest their HSA and only 4% of HSAs have invested assets. That's insane. So thank you for listening in today and come join me and the 4% of people investing through their HSAs. And that should do it for today. Have a happy rest of your day and I'll see you on the Friday show tomorrow where your optimal life awaits.